You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. What do you got next? I'm going to go to one of M's best songs Ooh. right out the gate. Okay. Um, I was very fond of the Marshall Mathers LP, and I think on our Eminem retro coming in, we I think we thought that that was his best album, but then going out of it, we thought that the Eminem show was his best album. Is that what happened? I never really like. I didn't really like Marshall Mathers' album the way that others okay, did. Okay. So okay, so that was just me then. Um, but I loved. I again, I remember that album leaked online, and I was sitting in my cousin's house, summer of two thousand, with head with her headphones on while everybody else is asleep, hearing "Kill You" and "Stan" and this record for the first time, and just being floored. And that is the way I am. The way I am is really dope. Crazy dope video. The flow on this record is crazy. The beat was even just the drum pattern was unlike anything we had heard up until that time. You know, was this was this Bass Brothers and Eminem or was this just Eminem? This is now Bass Brothers and Eminem together. Okay. So now you get Eminem starting to get actually, I think he technically gets all of the uh production credit, um, even though the Bass Brothers play on it. <laughs> okay. So, you know, um, I don't know. I look at stuff like that and I'm like, well, I'm sure like all the ideas were him, but like, come on. Like he's not playing the, the bells. He's not playing the, the piano, but anyway. Um, but yeah, the way I am, it sounds unlike anything else. It's also, it was really useful. Cause like, I hope the song, like the real Slim Shady's not on my list. <laughs> no, I and, think my name is, is a better zany song than the real Slim Shady. Right. Even though the real Slim Shady was more successful. Yep. It's actually kind of staggering how successful the real Slim Shady was. Like yeah, that was peak. Home. That's peak TRL. That's peak TRL. But yeah. the way I am was a really like just a a nice antithesis to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, like it was either zany or like those sort of like extra crisp like Dre beats, you know. Yeah. But to then bring in like the way I am, which is just it's Eminem. You know, I can't think of anybody else who like, who else? I mean, it's not like for a successful song. Like I've never, it doesn't really sound like anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's 100% built away, away around the way that he's rapping. Yes. 100%. Yeah. The way I am is great. So then. What's next? I mean, if we're talking Marshmallow's LP, we're talking Stan. The song is almost too, is too real. Yeah. Again, underrated storytelling. Like hearing this now and the way in which people obsess with social media, the way that like people online get doxxed, right? Like celebrities get like their personal like information leaked and out there. Like this song feels scarily ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's super fascinating because like it is not necessarily one of Eminem's biggest selling records, but it's one of his most famous. Yeah. Um, you know, the 45 King, he did, you know, he's got this and he's got, um, hard knock life. So he's good. He's all right. (laughs) He's all right. Right. Um, and of course the 900 number, um, which is the, uh, that's the Ed Lover. Remember the Ed Lover? Um, anyway, you know, the Ed Lover dance. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all right. So. 900 number, which was then used on Let Me Clear My Throat anyway. Um, That's, that's, that's 45 King as well. Yeah. But, um, he's doing all right too. I hope so. Um, 
Right. He his credits are his credits are fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at his credits right now. It's like everything from like Salt and Pepper remixes to uh, Craig Mack to Stan to goodness. Anyway, um, again, speaking about moments, like M really knew how to do moments at like award shows back when award shows mattered. And him and Elton John doing this, that was something else. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, listen, oh, <laughs> you feel some kind of way about that? No, nah, I was just, I, I think if I do feel a way, it's because it's, it just, to me, it, it marked the beginning of, and it sure wasn't the first time, but it marked the beginning of manufactured moments to me. Oh, there wasn't the beginning of manufactured moments. It might have just been the first one that you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. I'm sure this wasn't the first time, but okay. yeah, nah, nah. So, nah. is this M's best storytelling? Um, yeah. If it's not this, it's uh the next record that's on my list. One oh, of the few hip hop songs. One of the few hip hop songs to actually like trouble me. Oh, I can't wait to see where you're going with this. What's next on your list, Kim? Oh no, this is nowhere near my list. That's fine. The sheer, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, the song's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Song's terrifying. Like, it's one of those places, just like you said, like how Stan kind of like manifested itself into our culture, how it just became a a slang word on, you know, hip hop forms. And now it's like a real life thing. And now people kind of get championed for it. You know, you've got the Beehive and Rihanna's Navy and... You know, Nicki Minaj's fans and Lady Gaga's monsters and excuse me, like now it's like cool to be a stan. Like they've marketed it, but it's actually kind of scary. Um, Kim is just wow. With I don't know, with everything going on right now in our culture within the last, I don't know, 10 years, if not longer, dealing with women, like how that's just intensified 20 years, I'd say, uh, women's rights and equality, and even with something like the hashtag Me Too being on on social media over the last day or so and you're beginning to see like pretty sure that nine out of the 10 women that you know in your life have been harassed sexually have been in an abusive relationship whatever so like this is a real thing so hearing this song for the first time in well over 10 years or whenever we did the Eminem retrospective um it was it was different but M was able to go to a place that a lot of rappers at the time like wouldn't go. Like, can you imagine to answer to ask a question that you posed to me earlier? Can you imagine if this song came out today? No. Um, I mean, I this song crosses a line for me. It, I, I just can't. I get it. I get it. Like, and maybe we're all just sort of lying to each other. Like, there was always a strain of um, misogynistic violence in his lyrics that when I oh, went back and. That when I went back and listened to this, I'm not going to lie, it troubled me, right? 100%. But for whatever reason, it always felt slightly cartoonish. Yes. Like how if you watch a Tarantino movie, it's so over the top a lot of the times. It's like someone gets cut a little bit and like blood is gushing and like, you know, 20 feet yeah. in the air. It's like meant to be over the top. This song is like all of a sudden if Tarantino decided to make like a true crime thriller. Yeah. It's like, no, no, we've gone to, we're in a different place right now. Yeah. And I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, I heard from some people who they were sort of like, you know, with the with this freestyle he did on BET uh, last week at the awards where some people were like, I'm supposed to listen to, to Eminem. Really? The guy who made Kim? That's who I'm going to listen to about my politics. And I thought I was like, well, you know, I would hope that people would you, you, look. 
it's, a, it's an interesting problem, right? Where it's like people can change, people can grow, people can mature. Absolutely. But like, I don't know. Has he ever like apologized for this song? No. What? Uh, this song, no. this song crosses a line. Yeah, I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I don't disagree. And right, what's next for you? <laughs> I'm just talking about, oh, that, that's a line I can't cross. <laughs> next song for me, American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if D12 was going to show up. Listen. I don't, I don't have any D12 on my list, but American Psycho is a dope record. <sighs> this is pure shock Eminem, right? Yep. And yet, at a technical level, Eminem is unbelievable on this verse. Yeah. Doing whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the rest of the song you don't really need. Like, I don't need to hear Bizarre, you know. Sorry, Bizarre. Um, is Bizarre the worst rapper ever? It's <laughs> an interesting question. I don't know. You've got some interesting contenders out. Who's worse than Bizarre? Hmm. Did he maybe just miss his time? What time would be good for Bizarre? <laughs> what if he came out right now? I don't even think. He's pretty bad. <laughs> there there are some like fifth level Woo affiliates that are pretty bad too. <laughs> fifth level Woo affiliates? <laughs> like Foot Clan members of Wu-Tang? <laughs> So like everybody else in Killer Army, not named Killer Sin or Beretta Nine, eh, they at least tried. Bizarre is just. <laughs> I don't know what Bizarre is doing. Speaking of Bizarre, are we gonna put You Got on that list? Of course you're not. No, You Got is way better than Bizarre. Why? Because the uh, ramen give it to you with no trivia. That alone. Look, all I have what to say is You Got. You, now you, I know you think Black Shampoo is bad. Now imagine if Bizarre did Black Shampoo. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do not throw me under the bus by myself and say, I know you think black shampoo is bad. It is. It's bad. Oh, now imagine you don't? Now imagine if Bizarre made that song. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I just imagine Rizza with a recorder off in the corner. <laughs> he's like in the corner like in between like your toilet in the bathtub <laughs> man and to think he does this whole song and yet it's memphis bleak who gets the hair care commercial oh i don't ever want to hear speaking of that i don't want to hear any bleak slander ever again oh my god that <laughs> That beat sounded like everything was going wrong at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds like everything that you don't want to happen is happening in that moment. <laughs> Riz has only got so much room for both him, the recorder, and the drum machine off in the corner. So he's like accidentally hitting stuff like as he's playing. Yeah, it's bad news, man. <laughs> he doesn't have the sample Tron 9000. He's, no, he's literally got three pads and five instruments he's trying to play oh oh the so, back of my head hurts. i'm laughing so hard okay american psycho yeah total shock rap yeah but dope yeah okay that's all i gotta say about american psycho okay what you got next uh a hard day. <laughs> um okay 
Now let's go to, I struggled with some records off of the Marshall Mathers LP. I think that they were good, but one record in particular, I was like, do I need to put this on the list? But I didn't. Um, but I'm going to go to the Eminem show. 100% cleaning out my closets on my list. Absolutely on my list. Yeah. Great record. Um, it's it's amazing how much better the Eminem show is than the Marshall Mathers LP. <laughs> it's significantly better. It's, it's not perfect. Yeah, it's not perfect. I used to think this was a classic. The Eminem show? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Really? No, that's just interesting. I don't I don't disagree with that. I'm just interested that you you thought that. Because <laughs> I know some people are like, well, Eminem well, some people think Eminem has three classics, right? Who who are these people? <laughs> I don't know. Hip hip hop heads. And so I mentioned it before when we talked about NF, right? So here we are. Like have you ever been hated or discriminated, uh, discriminated against? Right, I have, and he's talking about that. Like he goes right into the sort of, um, you know, I've been persecuted, blah 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 blah. Like, but it kind of works because by this point in Eminem's career, like he's so famous, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, this is this was supposed to be um, it was supposed to be for eight mile, wasn't it? Was it? Well. The, this is what when they when they released the first trailer for Eight Mile, which was before this album came out, this was playing in it. But well, it's really just that he was making the music for Eight Mile and Eminem show at the same time. That's all. There it is. And I think what they used for Eight Mile suits the movie better than Clean Out My Closet. I think so. I, I mean, right. So if you really like, if you sort of think about M's career, like a Eminem show Eight Mile one point five, that sort of encapsulate, encapsulates like what was. M like at because to me like the eight mile Eminem show era that's like that's the total peak of his of Eminem's career yeah and so if you're like what you know imagine if like because he would but he was stretch I mean he was stretching himself pretty thin right because he did the D he did he did D twelve he did and then he went right into the movie the soundtrack and the Eminem show but even with all that you know we get records like Clean Out My Closet which is fantastic yeah yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything to add. You got it. Uh, I can't believe you didn't put this on your list. Okay, Renegades. Renegades on my list. Oh, okay. It's on my list. I went back. I'm sorry. I'm in album chronological order, and then oh. uh, Renegade and another song that isn't on an album hmm. are at the end. But yeah, Renegades 100 percent on the list. One thousand okay. percent. So let's talk about Renegades. Ah, <sighs> okay. We did a Jay Z retrospective. We, we should did. probably do it again. Because <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> we'll pick a different we'll pick a different list. Um, no, I this song. I mean, right? Because this was not a single, but Mm-mm. really, Ether took this to a new level, right? Yeah, it did. The whole idea that Eminem murdered him on his own. Um, but we're really starting, you know. So we have so because this is 2001. This is um, same summer as uh, the D12 album, but it's a year after Marshall Mathers LP where. You know, the way I am is the first like full fledged Eminem production, but we don't really know exactly like Renegades is like this is an Eminem beat. You know, it was originally Royce and M. Like this is the M- this is the Eminem stimulus package in full effect. Yeah, one hundred percent. And so we're now starting to hear like, oh, so this is what Eminem's beats sound like, and they sound interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was definitely of a certain era. Most, many of his beats have not aged well at all in the least, but this one has. And M is just so good on this. Okay. So 
can we can we say I think we talked about this before like we did Jay's verse is underrated because of what M did to this record so there's I don't think he got washed I just think that they were doing two totally different things number one number two if any rapper gets on that beat with those Eminem verses they're probably gonna get washed so just do what you can and hope for the best yeah this this might be my favorite Eminem verse. Mm. The first one. The second mm. his second verse is dope too. But that first verse of his is yeah. It's about uh Since I'm in a position. Yeah. Uh that that's oh, the um, that's the that's the second verse. His first verse where it's since I'm in a position to talk to these kids and they listen. Okay. Yeah. That is yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Wait a minute. See, they call me a medicine if the shoe fits I wear it. And if you don't, y'all swallow the true grinning. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he is See, because here's the thing about M. Like, and we should talk about records that aren't on here. Like, his newest, like, so Rap God, right? Oh, at my some God. Po- I know. Why at some you? point. No, because I want to point this out. Please don't. No. <laughs> M rapped fast, but not in a, I'm going to rap so fast. What M was able to do is almost like, he was almost like rapping at the same tempo he just could figure out how to squeeze in like an extra word or syllable per bar and then he would carry it over to the next bar so that like the end of the rhyme is starting at the first part like a wraparound and he sort of create and then plus his stuff was multi was multi you know syllable rhyme scheme anyway so he's it becomes this like just almost like a giant run-on sentence that still kind of works right like he didn't he didn't obey the notion of like I'm going to stop, you know, I'm going to pause because like I just did two or four bars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it wasn't like he was, you know, <laughs> but a, but a, but a, but a, like he wasn't doing that really. Yeah, he wasn't, you know, he was just cram. It wasn't, and I say cramming like it's a bad thing. He was just figuring out how to pack in while still rapping at like a normal tempo. Like he was just able to get all these extra words and it just sort of like, it was this, it was a run on, it was like this just rush of words coming past you. Yeah. And when he does his newer stuff, that's not what he's doing at all. Yeah. What he does is he either raps fast or he raps loud. <laughs> but this is rapping densely. Yeah. Which is totally different. Yeah. And this is the Eminem I miss. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I agree on all fronts. All right. What's next up for you? Uh, Do I want to go here? Because I've only got one, two, three, four. I've only got five more records. I have four left. Okay. Um. This is last on my list, and then we'll jump back into the to chronological. Sure. But I just I just want to talk about this record now. Let's do it. One of the more underrated diss records of all time. Yes. <laughs> when we talk about records like Hit 'Em Up, No Vaseline, uh, The B and U, um, Takeover. Yeah, I don't want to stretch and just start naming stuff off that isn't really good as a diss record. This this record doesn't really get the respect that it deserves. And it may be because this was Durag era Eminem, or it may be because the opponent was not worthy of such a uh, a lyrical thrashing. Mm. That's nail in the coffin. Yeah. So M is highly regarded as a battle rapper. And for a long time, I had him losing the Everlast. I had him losing the Evidence. I had him losing most of his hip hop battles. Um, going back and listening to some of that stuff now, I went back and listened to uh, "Searching for Bobby Fischer." You remember that? <laughs> the Evidence yes. disc it, that wasn't good. 
Um, and then the Everlast, I forgot the name of the Everlast disc. And then Eminem rapped over, they rapped over Hit Him Up and they got D12 to be the Outlaws. Just, just, just L's for everybody. But nailing the coffin hmm. to proceed it with the sauce and to talk about what Benzino had done to the Source magazine in a short amount of time and then to follow it up to almost like that was the jab and then nailing the coffin was the overhand right. Wasn't this included on like a CD with a magazine? Am I crazy? Uh, was it Double XL? Yeah. Because remember, Double XL got into the beef. Now, originally, this was on a Green Lantern mixtape. Yeah, Invasion, I think, or something. Yeah, it was on on an Invasion mixtape, and that either they made either they made a condensed version of the mixtape, or they made the mixtape. I think it was just nail in the coffin, the sauce, and then there was one. It was like three tracks. I might even still hold on. I actually believe it or not, I might still have this the original leak. <laughs> Give me a second. You probably do. You know. Oh no, where's my, oh, my server's offline? Oh no. Yeah, this okay. is a uh, in uh, invasion part one, shady times. Because I see the whole mixtape on YouTube. Hey, do you uh do you remember this? Hold on. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry to our family audience. It's okay. Listen. Listen. Yo. I could hear I I just give me all the, the Dre beats with the high with the high pitch piano stabs. I'm in all of Do it. you still have my freestyle over that beat? I'm sure you do. Probably. I rap oh yeah, goodness. I rap over that. Oh my god. Um I went back and listened to Obi Trice's album. Yeah. That is completely underrated. Is it really? It totally. There's. All right, hold on. We're going. We're going way off the. That's okay. That's fine. We're, we're okay. That's what we do in this on the show. Um, come on, cheers, right? Cheers. So. Oh my God. The setup too. hits the fan. We hits all die one day. Look in my eyes, which is absurd. Okay. Oh. We all die one day. Oh, oh, was crazy. Oh, is crazy. Oh, it's crazy. We all die one day. Uh, I think Banks kills that, right? Yeah. That's peak Lloyd Banks. But hits the fan. Uh, the setup. Oh, the setup is good. I never liked the setup. Oh. Yeah, I don't like those like sneaky Dr. Dre beats. <laughs> <laughs> but you like, oh? That doesn't sound like a sneaky Dr. Dre beat. Um, the setup sounds like I'm sneaking in somebody's house. <laughs> It sounds like what's, a, another, what's another sneaky one? I get it. Okay. Now I'm curious. Um, I don't know. We might have to do like a Dr. Dre definitive 15 or something. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that, that would be crazy. But oh, yeah, look in my eyes. I was just, I was like, so good. Love looking my eyes. <laughs> this song's a little goofy. <laughs> yeah, that, that one doesn't age well. So this is like peak. This is, oh, hey, the zany songs work for me. Yeah. Purple Pills works for D12. Oh, we didn't even talk about Purple Pills. Zany's going to work for you too. Let me hear look in my eyes. Hold on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That beat is everything I want in a Dr. Dre beat. Yeah, that beat is crazy. Yep. Oh. Oh. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Right, I'm done. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They gave, they hooked him up with some beats. They did give him some beats, but that's peak shady aftermath. I know. I know. So that's like we're like B grade. I'm sure like Dr. Dre beats were just like laying around the studio, <laughs> and Eminem's probably making Dre money hand over fist. So Dre's like, yeah, sure, take what you want. That album sold 226,000 copies the first week. Woof. 2003 was a different time. Different time, son. Goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, what did I, what was that? Oh, Nail in the Coffin. Yeah, Nail in the yeah, Coffin. Yeah. Make it your business. If you like disc records, we should do a definitive 15 on disc records. <laughs> um, the best, the most underrated part of... Uh, of us doing definitive 15s is we just come up with uh, more definitive 15s to do. Um, yeah, I mean, Nail in the Coffin is devastating. Yeah. Like, by the end of it, actually, you know, also the sauce is actually kind of like, because musically, the sauce reminds me a lot of 8 Mile Road. Um, 8 Mile Road is so underrated. It's, um, the, the beats are actually kind of similar, but mm-hmm. the sauce, you're kind of like, okay, but then like, then he's like talking about how, oh, Benzino's trying to pimp out his kid and he's like going really in. He really goes in. Yeah. And by the end of the sauce, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. You're like, all right, dude, like get, like leave, like leave him alone. Yeah. But no, nail in the coffin is just. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, they had to, they had to make my list because Eminem's known as a battle rapper. And I don't know if he has any other good disc records besides this. Mm-hmm. His cannabis disc records were trash. Um, his, we talked about evidence. We talked about Everlast. Um, yeah, Hail Mary was terrible, except Buster <laughs> Rhymes calling Ja Rule Jeffrey. Like, nah, but Eminem is known, is regarded as this great battle rapper, but like, this is the only battle that to me that he clearly won. Mm. But yeah, anyway, what's next for you? Cause we got, you got four, we both got four left. Well, Nail in the Coffin was one of mine. Okay. So now you, we got three. Yeah. Hmm. I'll pick one. Because there's two on my list that you have to have on your list. So I'm going to pick one that I don't think is on your list. Okay. Sing for the Moment. Sing for the Moment is definitely on my list. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking definitive? Yeah. I'm not like crazy. I actually prefer Joe Budden's version to M's. <laughs> but don't laugh. Don't do that. <laughs> but nah. Um, Sing for the Moment is a great song. Dope sample. Dope beat. M kills it. Like, yeah, that's definitive. Yeah. Like, the whole notion of like M talking to like sort of angsty youth. This is the best case scenario for how that might work in a song. Yeah. You know, like I have no doubt that like there are a ton of kids, like teenagers who heard this and like they felt like this was their life. You know what I mean? Definitely. And and so, and again, back to NF, I wonder if there are songs on NF's project that do that for them. Mm. Like this is exactly where I am right now. He's perfectly encapsulating my life. Right. So does this mean you don't have Haley's song on your Definitive 15? Absolutely not. Or uh, My Dad's Gone Crazy? Absolutely not. Which I secretly love. Really? The beat kind of reminds me of um, uh, Bad Intentions. Mm. It's like a zany Dre beat. <laughs> Yo, what is up with M and zany? It's so like, the, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. My dad's gone crazy is just a weird song, but um, no, sing for the moment. Perfect sample. Um, 
it's multiple samples, right? Because he's sampling um, Dream On, but it's also, um, I think these are the drums from When the Levy Breaks, right? Uh, oh, no, something else. Uh, but uh, huge rock drums, like it just totally 100% works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing like love this song. Love it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's next for you? Um, I left with, I left you with some super obvious ones. I can't wait to see what comes here. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll we'll keep it Eminem show till I collapse. Has to be on it. Yeah, has to has be. to be on it. Yeah, that's that's a record that that's actually a record that has uh that's stayed with him. I think out of all of his songs, I think this one and another record are probably the most definitive. Like I still hear those, hear those records semi regularly today. Yeah. It's, uh, um, what's crazy is like. Like I know M had help on some of this stuff, but like, like really, like M produced till I collapse. Like that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but he just completely destroys this. Nate Dog just kills this. Nate Dog kills the hook too. Yep. It's a great, incredible Nate Dog hook. Um, I mean, I even like Fifty's version. Yep. Oh, Fifty bodied this. Right. No, 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 no. Fifty bodied this. No, no. Fifty bodied that. Nope. 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 I remember at the time there was like a little bit of. Oh, because well, he, you know, lists off his uh his ten favorite rappers, I think, mm-hmm. which at the time was Redman, Jay, Pac, Big, Andre, Jada, Corrupt, Nas, and him. Yeah. Well, how did you just like spout that off? Because I'm looking at the lyrics. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's like, dude. <laughs> you right, man? Plus, I know. I mean, obviously, I know the entire song. <laughs> um. Yeah. Till I collapse is incredible. Incredible. Yep. Drums are perfect. Like, yeah. I mean, I know the drums are from We Will Rock You, but still perfect. Okay. I only have one left. I know it's on your list, so I'm gonna let you take it. Uh, actually, I only have I only have one more record. Yeah. Why do I have to take it? Because <laughs> it's my turn. It's your turn. I mean, if we're talking about the concept of Definitive 15, yeah, this record defines Definitive. When you think of Eminem, when you think of garbage, think of Akeem. <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you think of Eminem, this record immediately comes to mind. Um, I actually heard this record recently. It came on the radio. Really? And the buildup actually gave me goosebumps. I was like, what? It was like a shock, like shocking goosebumps. Like, hey, hey, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait just a minute. Wait a minute. This still works? Um. The the long dramatic piano intro to the build up in the guitar to the drums to the lyrics to the hook. This song is perfect and it's lose yourself. It's almost underappreciated because I think people kind of it almost has become like a meme of sorts. Like the opening lines is mom spaghetti, like but this song is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This song is the peak of Eminem, period. Yes. Yes. It was a number one song. Soundtrack was number one. Movie was number one. Yeah. Like what else are you going to say? Um, I love the part in the movie where like, you know, even, you know, they, they, they play like one, like what I now know is just, they grabbed one of the stems, like basically some of like the, you know, pieces of the beat and like it's playing when he's on the bus and everything. And it's like, yeah, I know that's like a semi-invented thing. Cause he didn't, he wasn't, he hasn't been working on uh lose yourself since he was, you know, you know, a, a rapper who was unsigned, but I love the idea of it, you know? Yeah. That always stuck with me as well. Yeah. Um, but no, lose yourself. It's funny we didn't we. I mean, there because there's records I I would have almost loved to put um from Eight Mile that I just couldn't make it on this Definitive Fifteen, right? Yeah, love me, 
Love Me was really close to making it. But I love Love Me for 50 and not M. Agreed. 8 Mile Road is dope. 8 Mile Road is super dope. But then, again, G-Unit took that and bodied it. We didn't even talk about, like, patiently waiting. Yeah. Uh, Don't approach me. Eh. Mm. Eh. I'm going, like... The microphone freestyle. I'm going... Hold on, I'm pulling up the... Uh, the got the, it twisted freestyle. I don't remember the guy that twisted. Oh, oh, you need to go get that right now. Yeah, I'll pull it up. Hold on. But um, I was thinking about Kill You. Nah, I don't like that. Uh, rem- remember Me, that oh, six yeah. picnic scenes and t- like that, that, that. <laughs> oh. Even though Sticky Fingers kind of watched them on that record. Um, I remember like Drug Ballad being like, man. Yeah, every like high school party I went to, Drug Ballad always found its way to being on the list, being on the playlist. Hold on. And then microphone. Oh, no, you said Got It Twisted. Never got mind. It Twisted. My bad. All right, here we go. Nobody better than us, Shady Records. No cheddar than us, Shady Records. Ain't nobody better than us, Shady Records. Eminem, wraps it out. I maps it out strategically. Timing is everything, and it seems to be the key to my success. I've not removed repeatedly. Evil treatment. Timing is everything, and it seems to be the key. Let him diss you first and respond immediately. In order to master the art of war, don't start a war. Shit, not no more. We didn't scare them off. They're on no more. Victim to sick. I'm fixing to pick some and star shit. Ain't got no pictures to rip and shit that throw darts at. Ain't got no more targets. Shit, Irv and Jeff, we done beat them to death. And Zeno went death. It seems you just beat them and left the bully. Bush is pussy. Why the fuck you think his name's Bush? Bush is bushy. All right, shit okay. All right. Sorry. I'm going to make a note and clean that up for the kids. Let's clean that up. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, He destroys that. Yeah, he did. I think he might have did microphone worse, though. You didn't even get to the part where he starts uh, rapping in total gibberish and somehow makes it work. <laughs> Microphone's pretty good. Is this Alchemist's last great beat? Oh, no. Uh, hmm. Once again, it's the sinister, cynical minister shady. Rip the night to Superman. He's a dentist to Amy. Man, y'all got me one. Hold on, man. Y'all got me one to rap, man. <laughs> <sighs> Y'all got me want to rap, man. This is how it goes. Oh, I don't, man. No, wait. So you would you wouldn't count Fear as a dope record? I'm glad you cut me off. I was about to rant. Um, what's Fear? Kendrick Lamar, Fear, Alchemist. Oh, yes. I still think that beat is too slow. Okay, it was better when it was a snippet on the hard part for. Mm. It's too slow for me, and it's like, and it's 16 minutes long. Man, somebody made a good point and said that. <laughs> I know you don't I know you don't agree with this at all, but I'm uh-huh. gonna bring up the point of the show. He said that Lupe is a better MC, but Kendrick is a better artist. And then somebody else retweeted it and said that their first two albums are closer than people give credit for. You, and he you know was, how- he was counting he was counting section eighty and Good Kid Mad City. I'm counting in that instance Good Kid Mad City and Sapimpa Butterfly. Good Kid where- Mad City. Is, is definitely better than food and liquor. Is better than but, anything, any but album. We're just, Lupe we're just talking about those. We're just talking about the first albums. Sure. But the cool into Pimple Butterfly is where things get interesting. I think the cool is fantastically overrated. I think to, I think it's underrated. I was just listening to Lupe the other day when I was ranting about him on Twitter. 
Um, you know how uh, the the sort of comment you were making on side A about uh, RZA, how you think he's the worst MC producer, and part of that is yeah. because of what he has done over the past, say, 10 years. Yeah. The longer I, Lupe keeps going, <laughs> Lupe has too much has too much garbage in his collection. Lupe just put out something dope, like two weeks ago. Sure. <laughs> he also made whatever, what was it? The Great American Rap Album or whatever the heck he called that thing? That that didn't count. Oh, I don't know. okay, okay. Yeah, I don't... Listen, bong, Lupe's bong, last like album that. was Mises 1.5. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lupe hasn't put out an album since 2006. <laughs> so he's well-rested. Definitely. It's time for him to come out with something new. Even oh. though we low-key got killed for not liking... Uh, uh, well, I got killed for not liking... Was Tets- Tetsuyo? Is that how you say it? Tetsuyo in youth? Yeah, like, he, was, he was too clever by half. Like, people were, yeah, people were in my mentions, like, arguing hard about that project. And no. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You forgot. That's- you. I, I was going back looking at... Uh, about uh, Alchemist stuff. Yeah. He, he did some incredible stuff on Rare Chandeliers. I was recently just listening to Rare Chandeliers. No. Really? I don't know if that was his greatest. Actually, you know what? He produced a record for me that was pretty good. <laughs> I was going to mention it. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, you have to you have to put in The Alchemist. I forgot about that. Somebody did tell, tell me that on, on social media. Yeah, good book too. Hold on. Oh, uh, yeah. Jabroni was dope. I don't know. I got to hear some of these. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Eminem. Anyway, Eminem. Oh, the Havoc and Alchemist album has instrumentals? Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Somebody wants to rap. I really want to rap. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. So do you think, do you have any extras? Like, do you have any? I mean, like all, Patiently like, Waiting, Don't Approach Me, it. Love Me, 8 Mile Road, Fight Music I like a lot. Um I mean, uh, I really was hoping I was gonna find something off of like relapse or uh, yeah that that I was gonna be like yeah that's the but like yeah <laughs> that's the song no I mean oh man some of those beats are terrible just I, terrible I wanted to put no love on my list that song is awful it is awful okay. Like I, I know it's not one to put it like because I wanted some song to represent latter career M and mm-mm, he sampled. I was about to call him Sylvester. What was his name? <laughs> Whatever. I can't his listen name to that Sylvester song. now. No, um, I can't listen to that song and not think of Saturday Night Live. So you can't turn that into like a a dark menacing hip hop record. See, sorry, I'm just looking at the Alchemist production discography wiki page. <laughs> Now I want to hear Missing Link's Family Ties with Freddie Fox. That's dope. I remember that was dope. I'm totally distracted right now. I mean, here's, uh, the, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Fox <laughs> and uh, Alchemist. Because uh-huh. then he the La La La. Yes. I'll play it. Yeah. Mm. When I die, remember me, baby. <laughs> I love Freddie Fox. That's such an alchemist beat. You will not take this from me, baby. Nah. That beat is everything I want from 2000 Alchemist. No. No? Not a fan? Nah. 
I'll take this though. Primo! Oh, this is Primo. Oh, yeah. I need Sorry, that. I just I just fell over my chair. Yeah, we need to do like. Oh my! Could you could you do a, a Primo definitive fifteen? Oh, be way too much fun. An Alchemist definitive fifteen would be great too. Alchemist definitive fifteen would be really interesting. Just so I can spend five minutes talking about No Mercy. Um. We did that already. On I, know, I know. I <laughs> know. We can do it again. All right. Um, anything else you want to say about Eminem? I'll say not about Eminem, no, because now now I'm just like going Now you're talking about it. Alchemist. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make you start rapping. <laughs> I'm definitely – I've already got in mind what, what beat I want to rap over next. Already? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I've been thinking about this for a while. Uh Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say this week? Nah, we're good, man. We're good. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us rant and rave. Uh, as always, check out clackgoodyspeakers.com. Hit us up on Twitter at CRS Podcast. Use the hashtag clackgoodyspeakers. And uh, so we will not be back next week. I'm traveling. The week after, Armand is traveling. So we will make our triumphant return the top of November. And uh, until then, thank you.